That's and there's Moving Stateside, where we yes. have the pleasure of chatting today with Kitty McGowan, president of good the U.S. Super Yacht Association. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Lovely to have you on air, having caught up with you so recently in Monaco Yacht Show. Um, delighted to be seeing you again so soon. And thank you so much for the opportunity. It's always a pleasure to see you guys. It's great to have you on. It's been ages. How long has it been since we spoke? I know. It's months. It's been years. like a months. Maybe I've aged. A year. I've aged. You've Goodness. got younger. You've got younger looking. <laughs> no, that's just the low light in my office. Do you moisturize? Do I? Do I, Can I ask that? Are we okay? Is that a hashtag Me Too thing? But, uh, but I'm yeah. in a very humid place, so it keeps your skin very dewy. You're, you're see, glowing. there's some advantages to humidity. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a Absolutely. It's not been so kind to me, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, anyway. I just can't believe it's been, like, I think it has been close to a year, because I think I talked to you guys Gee. last time at the Met show yes. from last year on on air, so wow. with the lovely Pippa. So yeah. um, it's it's happy to be back, and I can't believe it's already here. Yeah, we, we, we've got to make this more regular. So um, I, I agree. It should be a Friday, I, a Friday evening thing. That's what we should do. I got okay. the pleasure of catching up with you at Monaco Yacht Show, where I have to say you had a lovely location. It was a bit of a haven in the show and very much a lovely stopping point at Jack's, um, where you were sharing with a number of other companies. And um, just a lovely place to sit and meet and that, talk that, with people. That was my intro to the USS. Forgive me, it's your interview, but we're going to talk most of it. <laughs> so you just kick back. I there. like it. It's get, perfect. Get, get yourself, I'll sit back and relax. Get yourself a cup of coffee. We're chatting. All right. Perfect. <laughs> well, my, my, my earliest cocktail time yet. <laughs> it is here, love. Um, <laughs> my earliest memory of USS, forgive me, I, I, I run out too many S's and too many A's, um, was at the end of the Flip show, it was the place to go. It was like this huge social event, great food um, and lots of stuff to drink. And it was always the kind of party at the end of the show. You head to the stand. Uh, it's a great well, pavilion. Thank you. No, we will look forward to uh, hosting Super Yacht Radio again this year there. And uh, I know you guys won't be joining no, us, but be uh, we'll be having a toast in your honor. Though. Oh, thank you. Well, and I, I think we will still have one or two people reporting for... Flibs for us, um, Fort Lauderdale base. Yeah, we got Rob Batistic. He's going to be there. Uh, Pippa will have a recorder in hand. Pippa will be there too. Yep, she's always got it at the ready. So tell me, what have you got planned for this year's uh, pavilion? How's it going for you? I was looking <laughs> well, at I the website. The stats are great. It really is um, a great location, and as as you said, it's like the place to be. Um, we've uh, this is our fourth year as the American Pavilion. And it has, we work in, conjunct in conjunction with Informa, mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me, and it has become a, a great uh, stop-off spot. We have a great group of exhibitors in there. We have a stage with presentations on destinations um, around the U.S. and around the world, uh, new hot locations for yachts to go travel with itineraries. We have... Uh, interesting new facts i know we have the guys from bermuda that just changed their laws uh, their charter mm -hmm. laws in bermuda that'll be updating the rest of us over here so there's a lot of really exciting stuff going on right from the beginning with we do, we start with a very formal presentation of colors and the american uh, the national anthem 
and we go through nonstop until Sunday till the, the, the horns <laughs> blowing. And we usually do that with whistles and uh, horns and all of that as well. But it's uh, it, it, this year is definitely lining up to be a, the best ever. Um, Sounds and we, exhausting we have, for you. It is. I know. I'm tired <laughs> I, just I thinking am, about it. <laughs> I'm feeling it for you at the moment. I want to lie down after listening to that. That's and it's like it's three weeks from yesterday, yeah. and uh, it's it Who's might counting? as well be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's very exciting, and it's uh, and it's kind of crazy. We had a, a a couple of twists of fate, and as it turns out, I have a couple of some very key spots that have just opened which is really rare um, for this particular show and our location. So if there's anybody listening that's looking to make a, a last-minute decision to come for the Fort Lauderdale show, I've got the spots for you. And so we'd love to have them. And Or if they're looking after the Monaco show, that, which was so exciting this year, um, very positive energy that if they found themselves saying, you know, I want to keep, working off of that high vibe from Monaco and have a presence there. We've got a lot of different opportunities for people to get exposure. We have a very active social page, as you know, and we work with you guys. And so uh, we've got a lot of opportunities and I'd love to have them uh, join us at the American Pavilion. Well, the other thing about the Pavilion, for, from my memory, is just the volume of people that you get going through it. It seems oh, disproportionate. It is really, it really it's, is a busy, well, it really it's a busy is. stand. And and it's also very, I mean, it was what I was sort of trying to put into a small, short post where you always have to be a bit more pithy, but it very much is center stage. It drives me crazy. Twitter, don't, don't go to me on Twitter. I have to restrict myself so much. I know. But, um, I'm a Twitter widower. It, it is very much kind of center stage for the super yacht uh, area in particular. You know, of, it, it of where really people is. are meeting, the facilities you have, you know, there, there's that quiet haven as well that you can stop and recharge or have quiet meetings. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of what we've been able to accomplish there and that it does have it, it does seemingly have that good mix of of exciting vibe. But yet you still have the ability to do business. Our exhibitors are always so excited about it because we specifically target sectors of the industry to let them know who's actually exhibiting in there. And I know that we had one of our exhibitors last year say that they had six companies come to see them because they had seen them on our social feeds that they were going to be there. So it was a direct outreach that we've done and that we continue to do for our exhibitors and our partners. So that that mix of getting the right kind of buyers in there, the right people in there between the presentations from the stage and the the social outreach and stuff, it, it has really worked for our exhibitors. And then for the members, it's nice to have that that quiet spot where you can sit down, put your feet up, plug your phone in, and because we have charging ah, stations all charging over. Charging stations. Charging Do you also have a little antenna so that, above the, that's it. That's what the you American need. Pavilion? Because as you know, that's, that's the biggest so challenge. Have, that's what you're going to need. We have good Wi-Fi. We have good charging stations. So it is a recharging stations in more ways are than you, one because we have the bars. Are you luring people well. to the pavilion? Are you enticing people through these? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because but there's a lot of competition next, out there. Next you'll you have know. free drinks can I, and sandwiches. Can I clarify as well, <laughs> is that it's not, for people interested in exhibiting, it's not just for American-based companies or no. members only of U.S. Superyacht um, um, Association. You know, if well, like, well, it is for members, but it's it very, you know, we, we do, we do require that part of it. But oftentimes if you're interested in doing business in the American market, you're going to want to be a member of our association mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. So you don't have to be an American company in order to be part correct. of the association. No, we actually have members in 26 different company countries or we have companies that are members in 26 countries around the world. Wow. Wow. So because we understand that the American market is one of the strongest out there from the super yacht perspective. So American buyers are interesting. American companies are interesting. So having a presence in the American market through the U.S. Super Yacht Association has proved to be very valuable for these international companies wanting to do business in the U.S. Another side to uh, the association, because just in case people don't know, is um, uh, the lobbying side. You do a lot in in lobbying government to get effect change and you've been very successful lately well yes last year we were um happy to uh finally be able to um work with congress to uh, put pressure to build a u.s flag a large yacht flag registry and and in that time in the, in the last year we've worked very closely with the coast guard to uh work out the details of that and those those details are still in process the Coast Guard is diligently working quickly to try and pull something out. But then now we've started a, um, a strategic partnership with a, another organization here in the United States, which focuses on the commercial aspect of boating. And they have a very powerful lobbying firm in D.C. And they're working together with us as well. So whenever we have an issue or a question come up, we have these strategic partnerships in D.C. to help us out and hopefully help us keep things moving forward for the the recreational side as well when do you sleep <laughs> well thank goodness i don't require a lot of sleep so uh, <laughs> and thank goodness we're doing stuff on radio so you can't see the fact that i really need to pull out the duct tape to pull up the, the, the wrinkles but uh but it's a it's a it's a very exciting association and um the industry here we have fantastic members we have more than 400 members at this point we have a very active board um, we have, um, and for those who don't know about us, if they're coming to the show and they come through the pavilion, our annual meeting on Friday morning um, at Bahia Mar is a really great way to get caught up in an hour and a half, get caught up on what's happening in the U.S. market, what USSA is up to, and kind of get a flavor. And we had last year, uh, you know, over 250 people that were there and got a taste of what we've been doing. And, and the main focus of our existence is, is collaboration and how we can work across the pond, how we can work with our partners, organizations and associations around the United States, both national and regional, and how we can all work together to raise the industry. I mean, you know, all ships rise on a rising tide. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we, that's really the core of what we're focused on. So uh, we'd invite everybody to come. You don't have to be a member to come. It's very reasonable. It is a little early, you know, for people <laughs> so before the show. But if we don't get people before the show at 8 o'clock till 10, 
you know, everybody's busy and off to the races. Uh, once I like the getting show's there closed. early because there's normally there's some coffees and pastries around the place. And yes, and you, we always have coffee and pastry in our yeah. stand. But um, um, on that morning, it's an actual full breakfast. Um, oh. So it's a buffet breakfast. And I'm glad I um, asked. Yes, exactly. So come on down on Friday morning and you can register right from our website at ussuperyacht.com. And your new website. I know, it's very exciting. It is nice, it's sparkly, it's fresh, I like it. And it's like giving birth to a child. (laughs) Wasn't that enjoyable? My goodness. But we have great partners at Yachtco that have been uh, very, very closely working with us to, to customize this to make it a really strategically powerful tool for the association and our members and we still have some tweaks and twitters that we're still trying to make happen but uh we're really excited to be able to have it there and as a tool for our Mm. members it's a a great resource and fantastic stuff on it a lot of good content and And um, soon to have a link to super yacht radio we will have it up before the show (laughs) playing while you while you browse can I exactly. can I also mention and you know I, I think quite honestly Kitty this also comes from the top down but one of the lovely things that strikes me about USSA as well is is the networking I mean so much of why we go to boat shows is that networking is that meeting people face to face and you guys do that superbly well not just at Yacht shows, but you also have, you know, networking events going on. You you had one recently going on during the year, which is really such an important tool in our industry. You know, is that contact between people, the relationships you make. I mean, any business in the industry will say part of how I got here was actually from the friends and the people I made as I went along and those connections that introduced me to other people. Well, I, I know Pippa speaks very, very highly of it. And that's why she keeps going back. Um, you know, she's a very discerning client, is Pippa. So <laughs> but she, uh, well, she, she speaks volumes of it. Well, it, no, thank you so much. And, you know, I mean, that has been the center of what has made USSA, um, I think, you know, successful in that we started that we had it really started as a group of 12 uh, business people in the super yacht industry here in Fort Lauderdale who saw a need from an advocacy standpoint to address the issue specific for large yachts and large yacht crew entering the United States but then it has grown when we start to be able to put faces with names and companies and being able to develop those relationships with other people you're more willing to do business with someone that you know. So it's not what you know, it's who you know. And being able to do it through the confines of an association like USSA, um, you know, we're, we're happy. We, you know, we do stuff in the Northeast. We've had uh, events up in the Pacific Northwest and San Diego. We try, we do something in D.C. every year. We do try and keep things moving because it's difficult to herd all the cats around the country and keep everybody engaged um, since our center of, of, of focus tends to be here in the southeast. Um, but, I mean, that really is the epicenter of the super yachting industry and boats coming and going through Fort Lauderdale area. But it is it ha- has become a very powerful tool, and, you know, we hope our members engage with us as much as they possibly can, and we try and provide opportunities for them to do that. 
you know, like you say, through the American Pavilion, through the, you know, the Newport boat shows and the, the Washington Seattle boat shows and, and provide a place where they can say, Hey, and then, and then they know us. So I'm able to, they say, Hey kitty, do you know somebody that does that? I got that call this morning. They're looking to buy a boat and they're like, I need a finance person and an insurance guy. Who do you, who do you know? So of course I put them through to our members and we, we provide them with all of our members that do those types of services. So, so there's also that personal touch as well, because me and my team here um, work with the members on a daily basis. So we're able to get to know them and know what they're looking to do and, and be able to kind of say, Hey, I heard there was an opportunity here. You might want to give them a call. So it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, this is I'm going into my tenth year with the U.S. Super Yacht Association, and it's been quite the journey and lots of fun. It's a hell of a resource. How big is your team? Um, well, it's me and uh, one part timer and one full timer, but we do other stuff. We Sorry, I was don't th- just run U.S. Super Yacht Association. Uh, I, was th- I, know. Th- I was thinking twenty or thirty people. <laughs> you know, I was thinking a much bigger <laughs> number there. Well, then no, that speaks volumes. No, no you one know, on my Kitty. team. Well, thank goodness, not many on my team like to have to sleep, but it's really not just us here. It really is. We have a dynamic board um, of, you know, 20 plus. We have volunteers that help us at our different events around the country. And it's and it's not just me and the and the ladies here that I work with. It's It really is. Um, it's the family that is U.S. Super Yacht Association, and it's our past board members that still lend a hand whenever we need it or still let us know when something's coming up. And it's, uh, it's like I say, it's not just me. I'm just, I'm just a, 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 paid, a paid hand, but it's really the industry is it on its own that's really helping make this happen. That's an incredible thing you do. It's, uh, um, I'm amazed that such a small team can do all that and do it so well. I suppose it keeps the personal touch as well. Which is well, it does, you know, because if if you don't get to talk to people on a regular yeah. basis, you do kind of lose touch. But uh, I know in my chair, God bless her, my chairwoman, uh, Kate Pearson, is based in San Diego. So she it, it's, it helps me that she's three hours behind me so I can get a head start on her because she can run circles around me sometimes. I mean, she really <laughs> doesn't need a lot of sleep. So. <laughs> Tim, a question about the show. Um have you, have you, what differences have you seen with Informa coming in? You know, I tell you, it's, it's, it's been interesting because I've been involved with this show in various aspects for 30 years, from a former crew person coming in on a boat that was for sale to working with the Marine Industries Association of South Florida for many years, the owners of the show, and now being um, an exhibitor again. Um, it's been a really interesting progression through the different ownership groups between Kay Pe- Pearson, who had it, mm. and then uh, Skip Zimbalist, and now with Informa. Um, you know, they've they've really Informa has invested a lot in technology um, and systems and brought the show into kind of a next level um, with their online registrations and credentialing. Um, the signage is is really um, improved significantly. They moved the entire entrance to yeah, the show, you know, positive. further north up towards uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. I actually met Johnny Weissman no. when I was a young girl there at that pool. Wow. And I learned to swim in that pool. Seriously. I used um, to watch you but, uh, the old black and white Tarzans. I used to watch those on a Saturday yes, morning. Yes, I was a they huge fan. Um, but, but yet, while they've invested and they've done all this technology, they still have a strong core of, you know, solid people that have been with them, you know, Andrew and John and, and Terry in the credentials office. And there's, a, there's just a really strong crew of people that are, have, have been really delightful to work with. Um, and we, we've been working with them through USSA for, you know, decade and, um, and they're just, they're really supportive of us and what we're trying to do. And it's just great. Yeah. I think there's been a lot of positive moves, yes. um, especially, yeah, especially absolutely. moving the entrance that, that, so much better because you always felt like you're coming in the workman's entrance. You know, there's always cranes around and forklifts it, and. Well, it was yeah, it was so busy and it was so dangerous and so, as well. <laughs> yeah, well, especially the first day. Especially in Val and then also moving that opening back to noon, which is wonderful. <laughs> um, Chris on the and first day, Chris and Vlad going around on those golf carts at about a yeah, that was exactly running like mad crazy people but uh but that's like opening day of any event yeah. it's not this just this show it's uh it was the same way at the monaco show you know a couple weeks ago where nat mad dashes to get the flowers in and get everything <laughs> ready and um but it's uh, yeah but it's a it's a good team it's an exciting show like i said it's old home week for for people like myself and that have been doing this show forever sometimes it's the only time i ever see people so yeah. Um, so it's, it, and like you said, it's exhausting, but fun at the same time. It's a very party atmosphere, I well, understand. So it's having, you know, when we, we launched Super Yacht Radio, we went to Flibs together, and it certainly gives you also this sense of the enormity of the yachting market in the States as well. You know, you have your Super Yacht section, then you have a whole other section that's just looking at the motors and, you know, mm. the insides. You have a whole other section that's all about the smaller accessories and stuff that feed it's in. Um, there's a whole section on fishing. I mean, there's a whole <laughs> thing on fishing and fishing boats. And mm. I, I mean, it's, it is the, the boating industry is, is a massive industry and it, you know, it, and the hard part, which is so challenging that you mentioned earlier about the advocacy thing is that when you're talking about something that's as massive and it has such an in, an economic impact as boating and not just the super yacht side, but boating in general. And it, that it's hard because people think of it as just a fun thing and as a sport. And this is what they do as recreation, but they don't think about it as a serious business. Mm -hmm. I mean, we employ hundreds of thousands of people in the United States in the boating industry and the economic impact of that is enormous, mm -hmm. but it's sometimes difficult to get, people in the congressional side to think of us in a serious way. Um, and that's one of the things that like the MIASF Marine Industries Association of South Florida, um, mm -hmm. us and NMMA, the National Marine Manufacturers Association have worked so hard is to focus on the numbers and the importance of it. And like you're saying, made about the scope and scale of it. It's, it's significant. It's true, though. You, you think of the lifestyle. You don't think of the industry behind it. Somebody says yacht. Right. It's a lifestyle thing. Um, it is a lifestyle thing. And we want it to be a lifestyle thing. I mean, in fact, you know, yeah, we, more you, than anything, it, it, we want to sell the fun of it. We want to yeah. sell the exciting and the escape and the enjoyment, the family. Yeah, but most people, but stop, same, most people stop there. 
They don't think right. about the industry that's behind it, the families it supports, and yada, yada, yada. Um, well, I mean, you can see these pictures when you launch a new boat, when a Westport gets launched. And I love that picture. Um, and I know we have it on our website on one of our pages. When you have this boat coming out of the of the of the the big uh, room and it's out there and you have hundreds of people and you have their families and their kids and their dogs. And and you say this family of hundreds of people made that happen. And that's a powerful image when you mm -hmm. think about it. And it's like you think all of those people that are impacted by one boat. And that's just to build it. That's not to say what happens the when that boat goes visiting yeah. other places, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive industry. A lot the, of Caribbean um, the economy re relies on the boating and that, that whole industry. From small sailboats all the way up to super yachts. It's crucial. Absolutely. And, the, I mean, and yet at the same time, we're having fun doing it. Yeah. yeah, and the continued life cycle of that whole boat between provisioning, you know, that's not even going into the refit sector, which is a whole huge part of the industry as well. Um, right. So, you know, when that boat launches, it's still got potentially decades of continued um, growth in an industry around to support the life cycle of that boat, yacht, super yacht Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, boats can go on and on for, I mean, a friend of mine who is buying a boat right now is buying a, like a rehab cherry built boat in like 1978. And this boat is pristine and it's beautiful and it's, and it's, it's been rehabbed three times. Mm -hmm. So you think about the lifestyle of that boat. I mean, the life cycle of that boat and it's, and it's now got to, going to have a new owner and a new exciting part of it. And that boat is going to continue to spread happiness and joy and jobs wherever it goes. That's actually something that um, Peter Franklin from Metz said to us. He said, there's no such thing as an end-of-life boat. There's an end-of-use boat, but there's no end-of-life boat. And he's right. <laughs> That's you know, so true. You take care of them. They'll, they'll just keep going. Yeah. I mean, you repower them. You know, you fix things where they need to mm. be fixed, update systems and... You know, I mean, it's, it, you know, if you have a quality built product, you can have that thing go on and on forever. Yep. So. Be like me as a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I you were going to make a that, reference that. to a just, classic car, actually. Just, but. just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about the refurbishing, but. Didn't think it was we'll that, that. Didn't think it was that funny, ladies, <laughs> really. <laughs> It's okay, Kitty. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Sorry. I need a little refurbishing myself right now, actually. <laughs> oh, you've just been kind. At Thank the you. end of the show season, I'll be in for my 10,000-mile checkup. Is, is there oh. ever an end to your show season? Because you've got to be starting the next one as soon as you finish the last one. Yes, pretty much. I mean, because I'm actually happy this You're year that Mets, because we have a, a USSA has a pavilion at Mets. Um, in the super yacht side, um, in partnership with the NMMA, going again with our collaboration, because NMMA has the U.S. pavilion there at the show, and it's I think it's the largest pavilion at the Met show, and we work in collaboration with them. But this year we have an extra week, wee, between Fort Lauderdale and Mets, so we're not leaving right from Flibs right to Mets. So it's a we get a little bit of a break between the two this year. Well deserved. Until yes. the, the next show comes up, which is, I believe, in Miami stateside in February. Miami and then uh, Palm Beach in March. And 
And Palm Beach, we kick off the Palm Beach show with um, our Super Yacht Summit, which mm-hmm. is always really exciting. And uh, we have great topics and good things to talk about there. And that's another good opportunity to network and learn about what's what's happening in the industry and do it all again. You know, we've been, you know, it's Dubai show and all that stuff happening. And you also had um, <laughs> this year a refit... Um, uh, what's the word I want? A refit seminar session for a few days as well, didn't you? Earlier well, this year, well, we did. We we worked with um, the refit show that was happening, and we did our summit in conjunction with that with that show. And that show is, you know, restructuring for the, you know, for the next year. I mean, everything has little life cycles, and they're doing something different next year. So we're going to be going taking our summit back. To, in conjunction with the Palm Beach show um, on Tuesday, March 24th, I believe. and um, But we are kicking off in, at the Fort Lauderdale show a Refit America campaign. Well, we're bringing um, awareness and promotion to the United States as a destination for refit service and repair. Um, and because we are doing a lot of it here in the United mm. States and just to further put a point on it that um, I, I think that there's the perce- perception out there that the, we don't have the capabilities to necessarily service some of these larger vessels around the world that are getting bigger and bigger by the day. And yet we we do have those abilities here. And so that's where we're going to be kind of getting starting to really focus and get the word out about the many opportunities for service and repair here in the United States and with the quality craftsmanship and workmanship that we have here, it, that it's a great place to do it. And you certainly have the infrastructure. Yes, we and do. You've got the yards. And not just here in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, mm. we have the infrastructure all over, um, I mean, all over the country, to be honest. I mean, now they're building Christensen's in Tennessee and they're, you know, we have the, the build yards, Westport and Delta and all those big, uh, Port of Port, uh, Port Angeles up there in the Northwest and uh, Port of Seattle up there and San Diego. Um, mm. Todd Roberts group down there is doing spectacular stuff. So um, anywhere you go in the United States, we can pretty much take care. And there's some big yards growing. Now um, there's a new owner to the old Trinity Yard in um, oh. in the Gulf Coast area. So I know they'll be coming back online and um, and then there's a movement in the commercial side because they're able to lift the bigger boats to also work more into the yachting side as well. So um, we can we can pretty much take care of anything that a big boat might require here in the United States, somewhere in here, anywhere that they might need. Wow. <clears throat> very impressive. Um, it's exciting. Um, but it's, a it's a really, I, I think it's also a very impressive important and growing side of the business as well. You know, we've certainly seen a lot of growth in the refit side of the superyacht industry here in the Med. Um, A lot more competition and and, um, increased expertise. What what in your mind would be, would you see as the the barrier um, up to now? I mean, why isn't this message resonating with, because you're right, I mean, when when I hear people talking about refits, they're thinking the Med, or Turkey, or something like that, but rarely you hear them talking about going to the States for refit. Why, why would you think? Um, 
actually, I don't necessarily think that's necessarily no. true because our refit yards have been kicking it for a decade. Um, and I think it's been kind of like a best kept secret. And now you'll find that there's there's places in Europe and things that are retooling and restructuring to say, hey, wait, those guys, the Yanks across the pond mm-hmm. have been doing all Is of this good. this. Is it because they haven't been so, marketing? Is like the marketing needs to go up and tell people this these facilities are right. there, you know. So that's kind of what the plan is yeah. is to kind of ramp that up and to reinforce the fact that we've been doing it for many years. We're still able to continue to do it and we've increased capacity in new places with new yards coming online like the Savannah Yacht Yard in in the southeast. <coughs> excuse me and um you know bae is still up there we have henry marine now in the tampa area that's that's doing some yacht work as well um so there's it, there's a lot of opportunities to do work here and you know with the difference in the dollar to the euro it's still a good value um and it's still you know a great place to do service and good place and for the crew as well yeah the crew going to be there for <laughs> and the crew like it yeah, yeah. absolutely um, which so. which is a big consideration these days, I've seen. Well, yeah, exactly. If you have me. you know, three or four months of uh, refit work going on, hmm. where your captain and crew are able, what they're able to do and where they can stay is, is part of the consideration as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that was part of the impetus for the renovation for RMK Merrill Stevens in mm-hmm. Miami. Miami's a great destination from an international perspective. It's Maybe fun, too great, it's hip. <laughs> I know that could be the, that could be the case, <laughs> but um, but they're getting you know they're in the process of getting ready to launch their new yard here, I believe in early 2020, and um, and that's going to bring on a whole new um, ability to do uh, some really exciting work. Director Shipyards have just uh, bought mm. a new yard. Uh, further north of mm-hmm. Palm Beach, and they continue to grow and be able to haul and do big stuff. Um, LMC here in Fort Lauderdale, Rybovich. I mean, all of these yards can do and have been doing amazing work out there um, from big boats to small boats and everything in between. Well, <coughs> excuse me. What a You're lovely um, just overall view of the American industry um, for for people tuning in because it's not always a, a bit like coming back to, you know, going to Flibs is this amazing experience of realizing um, how huge the the market is. And, and I, I say this because I think in some ways um, being med-based, we get a little bit less of, um, of really what's happening American news. Um, until you kind of get to the States and you get to somewhere like Flibs, you're like, wow, this is such a big industry. Um, it, it's great to hear kind of the overall view of, of how many things are going on in the industry. Well, and I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about it because it's, you know, I mean, it's like we've been talking all all morning about the fact that it's, it's a lot. And, I, you know, if I can say one of the things that I... I struggle with is that we spend so much of our time doing and working and spending time to make things happen and work with the members and do the next show that we often forget to tell the story. 
Mm-hmm. We often forget to let the rest of the world and the rest of the industry know that of what's actually going on here. And that's mm-hmm. my bad. And I'm going to work more closely with you guys mm-hmm. to have help me tell the story outside of, you know, I mean, of our own backyard here, because there is a lot of exciting things happening here. And I, I'm, I, I'm committed to making sure that more people know about it. Well, well, anything we can do to help on that front? Any excuse to talk with you on a regular basis, Kitty, would be most <laughs> welcome. Well, I appreciate it, and it's always a pleasure. And I'm, I'm sure if we will be chatting as we get closer to FLIBS, and uh, I look forward to hopefully chatting with you guys maybe during FLIBS and having some fun little if, snippets going on there. If you and, find a moment, but I don't know how you're going to do that. But oh, yeah, we're well, here. I will make a moment to talk to the both of you. Well, so. That would be fabulous. So once again, you're uh, at FLIBS. You're going to be at the Superior Pavilion in that area? The American it's Pavilion. It's called the American the Amer- Pavilion. American um, Pavilion. It's directly adjacent to the Superior Tent Okay. at, at the Bahia Mar right mm-hmm. there in the middle of the show. I mean, well, now I guess it's probably considered the southern end of the show since everything has moved north. But right there at Bahia Mar, um, we will be there. Uh, we have events happening every night. The entire schedule is on our website. Uh, we have cocktail parties every night and, and opportunities to do some great networking. And we'd love to have everybody come and down. Uh, uh, just, parties, can I mention this? 60,000 people um, coming through the pavilion, which is just a huge reach it's a as lot. well. It is. So, like, again, anybody who hasn't listened throughout, if you have a last-minute need and you want to get some great exposure for your company, uh, reach out because we'd love to have you. Yeah, Fantastic. and uh, as, as she said, great party place as well. Yeah, Kitty's definitely awesome. one of the, the center points of the Fort Lauderdale yep. International Boat Show. Get it there is, early, that's what I'll say. It is one of the best places <laughs> to be. No, seriously, and hosted too. by such a lovely person. Indeed, Kitty. Well, it's it's devastating. We won't be there to share it with you. But, I know. Uh, well, we'll we will have great ambassadors. So yes, we thank always do. And again, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I appreciate you guys helping us spread the word. And uh, we look forward to doing more of this in the future. Absolute pleasure. So Fantastic. do I. Fantastic. Awesome. That was the pleasure of speaking with Kitty McGowan from uh, U.S. Superyacht Association. They are going to be at FLIBS. Um, just check out the American Pavilion if you haven't yet made your plan for FLIBS. It is the center stage um, for many people at the FLIBS Grounds, show. Ground zero of FLIBS. <laughs> Ground zero, but a great place to be. Lots going on this year. And... Um, a a center point for the show. So thank you, Kitty. Lovely to have you on air. And we will catch you up soon. Thanks a lot, Maven. If you go to ussuperyacht.com, ussuperyacht.com, they can find out anything they want. Fantastic. On an amazingly lovely new website too. Very easy to navigate. You you. can find everything out. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for a great, great opportunity to chat and uh, have a lovely evening. And um, I'm going to get back to work today. Righty-o. Enjoy your time in Fort Lauderdale. Ciao, ciao. Thanks so much. Ciao.